0: Aloha, I'm Marcia Sortino. Welcome to Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. To all our regular listeners, thank you for coming back. To all our new listeners, congratulations. You just discovered one of the most powerful talk radio shows there is. As we get ready for this class, I suggest you find something to take notes with. Every show is packed with all sorts of inspiring, insightful ideas, ahas, and breakthroughs. While you find some paper and a pen, I wonder, how many people do you know are paid to learn, then paid to teach what they learn? I'll put that another way. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. By the time I complete my class as a student, the money I'm paid to teach pay me what I'm worth will cover what I paid Seoul University, and then some. At the end of our class, I'll tell you how to become a paid student and teacher for this life-changing journey. It's time to meet my class. We decided to be collectively known as Team Seekers. Here they are. Kyle Davis, Lewiston, Maine.
1: Howdy, y'all. This is terrific Tanya Heathco from the beautiful state of Tennessee, wishing you better brain health.
2: Hey, everybody. Green Maze, and I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania. This is David H. Paul from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Rick and I live in Hawaii. Aloha.
3: Aloha. This is Cheryl from Hawaii.
4: And finally, aloha. Soul here, author of Pay Me What I'm Worth and Marcia's co-pilot on this journey. I hope we've given you enough time to grab a pad of paper and a pen to take notes. Our class starts now. How's your explorer doing? Let's just do a real quick roll call on this topic. Miss Tonya, how's your explorer doing?
1: Well, I discovered that today my explorer is much stronger. Mm. I woke up this morning very aware that the first thought of my day has to do with Analyzer. Mm. And usually the first thought of the day, if you focus in on that first thought, it usually sets the rest of your day. Yes. Immediately this morning, as soon as I noticed it was Analyzer, Explorer just took over. Analyzer wanted to analyze all the reasons I should stay in bed.
5: Mm-hmm. You know, and Laura mm-hmm. just said, well,
1: let's see what happens. Let's see what happens if you get up, get some activity going. Let's see what happens. And it made for a very good day.
4: You sensed a surge in energy?
1: Yeah, I sensed a surge in energy. And I was able to handle some experiences that came my way. I was able to handle them much better.
4: Tonya, have you noticed that when you're in explorer mode, you're less reactive and more proactive? Is that a accurate assessment? Yes, that's very accurate. As the very- founder of an international organization, you don't get stuff thrown at you out of the blue at all, do you? <laughs> no, never.
1: During the later part of my day, I realized something This might be useful for everyone. The more tired I got, instead of doing what was right for me taking a nap, the more hungry I got instead of doing what was right for me seeking out some nutrition. I realized my analyzer took over. I became more
4: reactive. Yes. Yep. Another little tidbit is water. Whenever yep. I start feeling tired, whenever I start feeling muddled, confused, my clarity is missing, my direction is missing, I realize, oh, I haven't been drinking enough water.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Good points. Thank you, Tonya. All yeah. right. Rick and Cheryl, who wants to talk about The
2: Explorer. I think, like, I was born a natural explorer, sort of like human, natural human tendency. As you grow up a little bit, you kind of get a beat out of you. I have to rein back my explorer mode because I'm full explorer mode all the time my whole life. People don't really like that so much. They like green personalities, like consistency, something they can predict. Then exploring, like riding a wild bronco for me. You get thrown off, you get kicked, you get back on. That's where I'm at with it for the last almost 60 years.
3: I am not that big of explorer. I have not been in the past, but I'm learning to be a much better explorer instead of analyzing everything. Rick does. He just jumps in with both feet, goes for it with me, pulling on the shirt strings behind him. Wait, wait for me. But (laughs) happy medium, make it to the same place at pretty much the same time with most things that involve both of us anyway. (laughs) It's always interesting, I tell you that.
4: (laughs) I don't know, Marsha. Something tells me that Cheryl's just beginning to let her explore, come out and play more like she should, eh?
6: Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, Cheryl. I think you have always been an explorer too. You have reached influence on that, but you just didn't know it because that's what I realized about myself. I didn't know that, that that exploring was part of me. I needed to do things that were fun. So once I started exploring, everything seemed more fun. Everything was more fun. It's like you're more open to things in the universe that want to give you things. The universe wants to give you things. They're more open to it.
3: I agree because Rick's always encouraged me to do more fun things. He's always encouraged me to do the things that I enjoy doing, like taking the certification for the teaching of the artwork class and stuff. I would never have done that if he didn't encourage me. You're right. You do have a lot more going out and exploring. <laughs> Absolutely. You got it. We're
4: talking about how our explorers are doing as part of getting into our timeline. Have you told your explorer to come out, come out wherever he is?
5: <laughs> I sure have. I want to just give a quick example of how that's manifesting now. It's it so cool. This morning was a perfect example where I wake without the alarm clock most days. Morning as I was becoming lucid, I noticed that I had a remnant of the dream I was having. In the dream, I had this little ball of excitement, kind of gleeful anticipation of what the day had. Right in my heart area, I could just feel that, this little ball. It was really neat to recognize that then to wake up and start the day with that historically, before Me What I'm Worth, it was a little different. When I would wake up, it was from the alarm clock, and it was, and it was, oh, crap, now what do I have to do?
1: <laughs> Nobody happening? else
4: on this call has faced that. I've Nobody, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That is such a shift. <laughs> I liked how that
5: felt this morning. I see a whole lot more of those lining, those kinds of ways to start the day lining up. When I'm presented with opportunities that bring my explorer out even more, it seems to run into a YouTube video or somebody shares something in my class or I'm just latching onto it and experimenting more, sharing more, doing what I love to do, which is kind of teach off the cuff. Oh, this happened. This was great. Check it out. I think people are starting to benefit from that. And I know I'm certainly benefiting from that because it feels really good. That's always been my yardstick. How I feel has been my yardstick. I used to think I had to analyze how I feel.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That was a step back. Anybody else? Anybody else (laughs) doing what David did, analyzing how they feel? Anybody? Any amens and you betchas? (laughs) I (laughs) do. Have you noticed that with more exploring, less analyzing? that the energy comes back to get more focused, more directed. Anybody
6: sense that? Definitely. When I tell you I am just hugging my explorer to death. (laughs) I'm having so much more fun. When I decide to do something, it does help me to focus. Put together that blog. I just started focusing. I was thrilled that I was able to do it. And it took me, I'd say, one day to get it down pat where I had all the areas that I wanted. And then it took me the next day, I went and fixed whatever I needed. And I got it done. I was surprised because the whole time I was thinking, it's going to take me forever to learn how to build any site. I was just amazed. I gave my explorer that. I did a happy dance after that. I was so (laughs) thrilled with it.
4: (laughs) If you had allowed your analyzer to drive you in your web creation, where do you think you'd be right now?
6: I would not even probably attempt to even try it. I Mm. I was like looking at it and going, Hmm, what are we supposed to do? It was my explorer that was telling me, Well click over there, click over there. I was able to build something, my explorer was leading me. It was really nice to be able to do that for once. I was like, aha!
4: (laughs) Beautiful. Which perfectly segues, thank you, Marsha, perfectly segues into Mr. Carl. Carl, as you're holding the door shut against your explorer, your explorer's
2: banging on the door to get out,
4: are you going to open it up?
2: Today... I did. You're not going to believe I had a purpose today. I get up today. Normally I just lay in bed. Oh, do I really have to get up? As David was saying, do I really have to get up? Well, today I said to myself, I want to get some certain time on my feet because I'm disabled. I got 40 minutes on my feet today, which I think was really great for me. I got that down pat. Got up today with that explorer purpose. I was wanting to explore my inner self. So I have this morning motivator that I go on, and they do meditation. I was so enthused about getting on there so I could start my day right, because oftentimes I don't start my day right. I start my day somewhere lost. Well, this particular day I started off exploring by going through my meditation that I normally do. As the day progressed, I got more done than I ever did. I was like, really? Because I allowed my explorer to come out and play. I explored <laughs> meditation further. That's the reason why I'm being able to open up, because it's so hard to open up for me. I've had to shut the box so many times, I'm afraid that it's going to lock itself, and I'll never get it open. <laughs> but I've been exploring a whole lot more than I ever did in my whole life. I mean, when I was a child, I explored Caves and cliffs and stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Going in places Mom told me don't do. I did anyway, but I explored and found out Mom's right. <laughs> 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 I never realized that I just shut my explorer off and I said, let's analyze everything that comes out. And I got nothing out of it. So now I've started exploring. I'm getting more out of it than I ever thought possible. And I want to thank you for all the insight and the beliefs in me that everybody has. Thank you very much.
4: Well, mahalo, Carl. As we really embrace our explore, which is really key in tonight's discussion about charting out our relationships and charting out not only relationships with actual beings, whether they're two-legged, four-legged, two-winged, two-finned, there's also the relationships we have with our stuff.
2: My relationship with my explorer is going pretty good. I always really like looking at life, having fun with it, rather than trying to sit there and figure out everything. Beautiful.
4: Steps 11 through 13 are inviting you to get in touch with the primary relationships that you have discovered that you want to put on your timeline. Relationships with people, relationships with things, because step 13 invites you to take a look at your Worth Passport, page one. Do you see how the effort you put into your Worth Passport is coming back to help you complete your journey? Who wants to just offer some general insights on how they're doing at this stage of the game with their timeline? I think I did this a little
5: backward. Maybe not backward, but it's just what came up. My explorer dove right into those relationships with my kids. And that's what went on my timeline, the very first thing because I like to practice what I preach, and what I preach is that family comes first for me. I try to bring that into every aspect of my life as such. a That's what I cherish. I cherish those relationships. They went up on the timeline. That's where the creativity started, but it, and it's also where a lot of neat memories popped up, but also some really questionable stuff that I've hung on to that hasn't been necessarily at well interesting situations where I'll remember something I did in terms of punishment or what not to do as a parent. And those things came up and they've come up and they've gone on the timeline along with the good stuff. When they went on the timeline it was interesting because that leads to my children especially when they come to visit, they can look and they go, wow, you put that up there? Wow. Yeah, you know, in case I didn't tell you yeah, let me show you about that one. they have heard that before. It never hurts to keep it real and be read out for me. And as far as those relationships, those key relationships in my life, just be real. To offer some forgiveness one more time, I'm open to evening those relationships even more. That's been just an amazing journey so far. It's made this whole timeline so worth it.
6: <laughs> Thank you, David. I have... Something I want to share, as I was doing my timeline, I started filling in the relationships. I realized that that there were so many people that were special in my life that I lost track of. I also had some relationships that were, I don't know how to explain it, maybe sweet, sour relationships where they were a teacher for me in many ways. Today, I wish I could tell them how they were my teacher. I had a particular relationship where I lived in South Carolina with a dear friend. It didn't turn out the way I thought it was going to turn out between us. But I realized it turned out how it was supposed to turn out for myself. And I'm so happy that I discovered that. I realized that I could have sat there thinking how much I was hurt by this person, Then I always go back to my friend, Kat, who taught me that great lesson of forgiveness, compassion. I was able to go through my timeline and go to each person that I had a situation with that wasn't good, actually let go. That person, I can go back and look at my timeline now. The hurt, the pain that might have been there is gone. It's, Such an amazing lesson to have from one teacher be able to pass it on and look at my timeline. Oh, this person was like, this is how I felt about this one person. It wasn't good. But now I can pass on that lesson that I learned from one of my teachers on that timeline, pass it on. It feels good to be able to forgive all those people on my timeline at one time I wasn't feeling good about. I feel so free. It helps me to just get into my full potential. Life is too short to waste on feeling bad. It's just way too short. I know that. Time is critical for me that I make sure that all the people in my life I feel good about now.
4: It's amazing how that gift of perspective, Marsha, as you step back and look at your timeline and you allowed that mm-hmm. unconditional love to wash through to release, isn't it just somewhat mind boggling how amazing our spirit can wash us clean in just a blink of an eye?
6: Oh, yes. Absolutely. It is the explorer that allows that to happen, it's the explorer.
4: Very true. Other thoughts? I am mindful of the fact that I did say you are welcome to chart your timeline any way, any sequence, any order you want. If you haven't gotten to the relationships charting yet, that's fine. I am aware that you're going to do your charting in a way that feels most appropriate to you. Just like David was saying, the first thing he did was relationships. That's great. Others who have been charting their timeline, I, this is the point of where I warned Cheryl. That I'm going to possibly embarrass her because I highly recommend you get out to the back office, take a look at week 21's suggestion to send your pictures in. Cheryl's timeline has blown me out of the water in nine years. People have gotten creative. I don't think I've ever had a Rembrandt for a timeline. <laughs> Cheryl, your timeline is so beautiful.
3: Thank you, so Like I said, I'm just having fun. You planted the seed in me that gave me the idea because you were saying to let our stuff just flow. You put blossom in my head. I started thinking about flowers. It just blossomed from there. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the whole garden puts together all of the different beautiful blossoms of my life, all the times that I... Growing and learning lessons, all the people and relationships and everything, just filling in that garden. It's, it's going to be really cool. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm having fun. Awesome.
6: You will get the most beautiful award for a timeline. <laughs> uh, oh,
4: definitely. Cheryl, I'm curious. It might be a little early in the game yet, much like when something's placed into the oven to bake. You don't smell it baking right away, but over time when we open up our nose or maybe we go outside and we come back inside and we begin to smell it baking, we begin to feel that aroma affect us. Cheryl, have you begun to sense as you're charting out your relationships how those relationships have rippled into the other factors of the timeline? For example, how certain relationships may have impacted your finances or may have impacted the things that you have or may have impacted your health. Is that beginning to ripple for you yet?
3: I can see all of that, how it intertwines, yeah. In my first marriage, I had certain things happen. Pretty much that stayed there, but things from my second marriage carried over for the whole rest of my life will continue for the rest of my life to ripple into it. So, yeah, I can really see it, everything intertwining together, yeah.
4: That's the gold of this exercise, is as you're charting things, I encourage you to take a break. Just stare at your timeline. Stare at it with as little chatter going on in your head as possible. Just stare at it imprint it into your head so that when we enjoy the magic of subconscious time during our sleep time, your timeline, everything on your timeline will now be in your subconscious. Some of the more profound themes, you may wake up one morning going, whoa, (laughs) because your subconscious did the heavy lifting for you. Has that happened to you yet, Marsha? Have you had a couple of, oh, my God,
6: moments? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I have had so many, oh, my gosh, why didn't I see that before moments that the timeline really helps you to see the clarity of your whole life. Getting through that timeline, then working through it. In areas that you know there was a situation that you need to release. That to me was so wonderful to be able to do. Releasing all the things that you know you need to release, that I knew that if I didn't release it, I was not going to be able to step in my role fully. That was my whole purpose in wanting to get this timeline done because I saw who I was, and I'm going to see who I am next. That's exciting. It
4: is definitely exciting. When we get into the last step of this timeline, you're going to be charting out your next 20 years. You're going to be getting your crystal ball out. You're going to be doing your own forecasting. That'll be a fun step. Just like Cheryl has decided to make her timeline a garden, her timeline is actually a trellis in which her garden is growing on. I was going to share with y'all that maybe, Kareem, you might be interested in this. I have a musician who decided to do his timeline as a song. He wrote, each note in the song had a meaning, it had a bearing on the timeline. So he merged the timeline with a score. It boggles my mind how he did that. I'm not a musician by any stretch of the imagination. It does have a way of helping us. Find our chorus line. When it comes to our stuff, step 13, I ask you to look at your worth passport, page one. Chart out some of your ahas from that. Anybody gotten to that step yet? And if so, what's going on?
5: Interesting. One of the big aha moments I had from chapter one, big aha for me was that I used to see my marriage, and my marriage is on the timeline. It's on there, and in fact, it's on there like three different ways. Shows the importance of that relationship, how important it was, how much weight I put in it, how much weight I put in the disappointment I used to carry around. I called my marriage the dark years for a long time.
3: You know? Oh back in Back in chapter
5: one, I uncovered a book my mother had created. It was her history. Right in the middle of that book is a series of pictures all about me. <laughs> most of those pictures were that she had gathered and cherished. The picture book, I had found a picture book in Chapter 1. It was, it was my mother's history. I was in there in all middle sections, all pictures. And most of those pictures that my mom cherishes most about me are during my marriage years. I saw pictures of my ex-wife and I. I saw pictures of each of my kids, holidays, and all kinds of I mean, I realized I had this aha moment at that point that, wow, my mom sees my marriage years, how I was as a parent, totally different than I do. Of course, I took it to another level there at that time and realized that God sees my time and during that marriage differently as well. And so what's what's my deal? (laughs) The timeline, it's interesting because I have three different lines that represent those marriage years. One of them talks about being rocky and dark and isolated in some ways from other relationships. Also, though, I have a purple line in there and it says codependency training.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and of course, there's the third line, which is other people may have seen things that I was not aware
4: of I now open to them. So I thought that was interesting. Most definitely. There's another caveat to this timeline that Marsha brought up. Marsha, You brought up something that you just Skyped to me that I thought was a good idea. I think the question probably would apply more towards Tonya. For the moment, it applies really to anybody in organizations. Do you want to share that?
6: Okay. Tonya, how might this timeline exercise apply to NSCF?
1: Wow, that's such a good question, Marsha, because I was just thinking about that today, about how when – our people, our members, start doing exercises like this. They can actually discover the cycles that they go through, postictal, after the seizure type of cycles, the emotional type of cycles. And they can even discover those toxic relationships that are causing them stress that trigger seizures. It can open their eyes to those things, help yes. them better control their seizures.
6: Wow, that sounds like a good way to help them see what is happening with them in their life and what, oh, what yeah. triggers are happening, right? Yes. Perfect. Thank you.
4: Just out of curiosity, Tonya, what would it be like if you, David, and Marsha, and others who are leads within an SDF, if you did an organizational timeline. Wow. Oh, that would
1: be interesting. I had not thought about that yet.
4: Because an organization is organic, just like we are. Yeah. 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 I've done this for organizations. It's blown founders out of the water because every organization I know always goes through what I call the terrible teens, meaning after about a dozen years, they go through a growth spurt that growth spurt sometimes can wreak havoc and chaos in the governing body, much like a midlife crisis does for an individual. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had them do this timeline for their organization when they began to look at how finances, relationships, material possessions, health and well-being of the organization overall. They begin to chart it all out. They begin to see how they can navigate their growth spurt.
6: How? That's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. It's amazing. That is something that
1: wow. We're just going to have to break out our explorers,
4: put some action to it. When you're in an organization, has anybody ever worked for a company that the office politics was so thick you were very close to just saying, "Take this job." <laughs> <laughs> This timeline is one of the ways to unravel, resolve office politics. Wow. Sneaky, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Anybody want to offer up any ahas?
2: I just want to say the timeline's a lot of fun because I'm getting to see some past relationships I've been involved in, some of the relationships that went well, and some that went not so well, and seeing. What's helped me. This class has been a really big boost in my online and personal career. I'm grateful for that. Well Mahalo
4: Kareem, thank you.
6: My aha uh-huh is the timeline is one of the best projects I could have done. Especially the explorer wanted to have fun. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you rebirthed your explorer with the timeline.
6: Woohoo! <laughs> Absolutely. I think that doing the timeline continuously, I think that it's going to be a masterpiece. When you think about it, I could see a family doing a timeline, having a masterpiece on their wall.
4: (laughs) Oh, you better believe it. I've had two family counselors toy with using this as a therapeutic model. Wow. Think about this. I mean, David, to some degree, you're doing this. You're doing this with your timeline with your kids, right? As they
5: want to participate, they whip out the colored pencils and go to town.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Their perspective on the same event, has that popped open a different aha? I mean, you've seen one event in your life through a certain perspective. They see it through a different perspective, yeah? Oh, absolutely.
5: One thing i just put up here in the last day or two, I've coached both of my youngest kids, the kids from my marriage. I coached them in summer soccer, and to me, summer soccer was like a big thing. It was interesting the take of both kids about those experiences. Their perspective of because me, it was pure joy. It was like, I finally got on the correct mm. side of the <laughs> <laughs> Because I was just a little overbearing as a cheerleader parent. Just a little bit. Getting to be on the other side of the field, be able to share enthusiasm 100% for that. My kids and others, that was so much fun for me. For my kids, it was like, oh, my God, Dad. It doesn't matter what side of the field you're on. (laughs)
1: Jeez.
5: That was one comment. Another comment was, my son is just, that was one of his prized me. He told me straight, he said, Dad, that was the best time of my life because you let me coach with you. He cherishes that. And he actually got resentful when I went and coached my daughter's team instead of his the next year. He was like, well, what? So it was kind of a letdown. He had a letdown experience with that. That was interesting. So I get a chance to say, can I hear where you're coming from. I do I hear where you're
4: coming, coming from, man. We can do some healing. That was good. Yum! <laughs> that gift of perspective. To me, that's the secret sauce in all of everything. All right, some other ahas before we conclude. I
2: just want to say something about my meditation. When I was doing the exploring with my meditation, normally I just get distracted a lot. I don't pay much attention. But this particular morning, and that's why I said something about it. I absorbed myself into it. I absorbed it so bad that I listened to it twice.
4: Thank you, Carl. That relationship with ourselves. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Time to close this class. What did you get out of this show? We truly want to know. Simply post in the comment box at the bottom of this page. After hearing so many people experience so many ahas, I wonder, are you ready to take this class yourself? We start new classes each time we have 12 or more people ready to go. You're listening to Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers Team Captain. Get in touch to learn how to become one of Pay Me What I am More's paid instructors today. And remember, before you go, Think about who else would enjoy our classes. Post this show on your social networking sites to help more people enjoy some weekly wit and wisdom. Aloha. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about
3: anywhere.